first word. My name is Pastor Dave, coming to you from beautiful Minnesota. First Word is a podcast that is dedicated to reading and discussing the Bible together. First Word is a great place to begin your exploration of the mysteries revealed in the Bible. So let's dive in. Today, exciting news, we're going to get through Mark chapter 1. And then we'll start Mark chapter 2 tomorrow. Uh, Today there's a few interesting things that Jesus does and kind of things that make you go, hmm, why did Jesus do that? So let's jump into Mark chapter 1 and verse 35 to the end of the chapter. Here we go. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him. And when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. The word of the Lord. So there you have Mark chapter 1, the last few verses. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up. Some of you are morning people. I'm not so much. But when you do get up that early in the morning and you go out by yourself to a solitary place, it's peaceful. It's quiet. The sun comes up. The animals start chirping. It can be really, really beautiful. The disciples come looking for him, and it kind of seems like they, they're, they feel like Jesus is shirking his duty. Like, everyone's looking for you. The day before, he had been healing people, and he had created all this excitement and all this stir. And so they're like, where are you? Come on, like, the party's starting. Let's come and do what you're supposed to do. It seems like they felt like Jesus was missing an opportunity. Uh, and, and Jesus then says, nah, let's go, let's go. And, and it's kind of interesting. There's one of these things that make you go, hmm, like Jesus left a lot of hurting people in that community. But he had a, he had a bigger vision. He, had, he, he, was, he wasn't coming just to one city in Galilee, that he was proclaiming good news, that yeah, people were going to be healed, but it was a sign that one day everything was going to be made right. So then Jesus went um, all over Galilee. So you see here Galilee, and you see in the north there, he he was in the one town, and then he went all over that region. And somewhere in that region, there was a man that was struggling with, uh, with, with leprosy. And so we see this man uh, coming. Um, a man with leprosy came to him, 
He was so Jesus was preaching throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. And and so I want to pause there for a second. Those words uh, bring back the the prologue, the first verses of Mark. That this is the theme of of Mark and of Jesus. That he's come to overthrow Satan. That he's come to defeat the demonic powers. And so. He didn't just want the people in Capernaum to know that. He wanted all of Galilee and eventually all of humanity to know that. And so he he starts to go all over Galilee, showing that, that light has come and light is overcoming darkness. So then this man with leprosy comes. And leprosy in the Bible, you see it a lot. It's used for a variety of skin diseases. Until, lepros- until recently, leprosy was known as an uncurable a disease. It was devastating. Um, there were different skin diseases, but many of them were a very serious condition where it would eventually lead to death. You would leave all feeling in your fingers and hands, and, and so then you wouldn't know if you're burning yourself or applying too much pressure to your hands, and then you'd get these wounds and these sores, and, and it got ugly fast. Um, it was a terrible disease. And in the Jewish culture, leprosy often was very contagious, so in the Bible, they were to be separate and to be cast out of society. So we've been quarantining. Some of you have been quarantining for a long time in a pretty serious fashion. And you know how miserable that is. And and to think about that even on another level where you have to not be around any other people, healthy people. Um, it was really pretty brutal. Um, and so this man comes and, he, and he, he comes and he begs Jesus on his knees. If you are willing, you can make me clean. And then we get to verse 41. I'll pull it up here. Jesus was indignant. Now, what does that word mean? So this was written in Greek, and then we have translated it. Some That word could be translated, Jesus was angry. Now, this is where it gets interesting, a little deep dive into the, the Bible. So here's a Here's a here's a Greek New Testament, my Greek New Testament. Now, there's lots of different manuscripts that went into making this up, and then we take this and we put it into into English. Um, and some of the manuscripts, uh, they all agree. A lot of the time, it's pretty amazing how consistent the manuscripts are. But there is differences. They're called in the fancy word textual variants. So this big book here, this lists some of the textual variants, and it rates them A, B, and C. It's been a long time since I studied that, but in Mark 141, there's a, there's a variant, and it's rated as a B. If you want more information about these variants and what they mean, and um, give, me a, give me a holler. This is my email right there, um, and you can look it up. So, so there's, a, there's a couple different Greek words that are used here now. Okay, so we're getting deep into it here, but this website I really like, stepbible.org. So it's it's mainly you can get different versions at that at that uh, website, but if you use the ESV, it will show you what Greek word is behind the English words. And so, in a lot of translations, I think in the ESV, it says Jesus was moved with pity or filled with compassion. Way different than Jesus was angry. So which one is it? So. The author that I'm using a lot, that I've, this has been highly recommended to me, Morna D. Hooker. This is one of the commentaries that I'm studying as we go through Mark. Morna D. Hooker, the gospel according to St. Mark. Yes, for Morna, that is a very unfortunate last name. 
I think if she if she's married, she really loved the guy. But Morna, she has a really great commentary. And so she says that I think indignant, which the NIV uses, is the right one. That that's the correct translation. She, she has a few reasons. One, because it's the most difficult, so it makes sense. Um, one, because it's the least least used. And, and it, it, I think mainly her, her, if I remember right, her argument was it was the most difficult. And it makes sense that other authors might change it to make it make more sense. But if Jesus was indignant, if he was angry, why? Why was he angry? So Morna in her commentary offers a few things. One is, is that Jesus is angry because this leper came into his space. That's against Jewish tradition and Jewish rules and regulations. Um, but then it says in this book, that in the Bible, it says that Jesus then touched him. He reached out his hand. He reached out his hand and touched him, which you never do if you're a Jewish person. You never reach out your hand and touch him. I mean, you you then, Jesus would be called unclean. He'd have to go through all these rituals and this time apart from his family, not to mention you might get the disease. So you would never reach out and touch somebody that's a leper. So it doesn't seem possible that Jesus was mad because this person came into his personal space and risked Jesus being unclean. Another suggestion that Jesus might have been angry with the leper's doubts um, concerning his willingness to heal, like that, that he wasn't certain that Jesus would heal him, so he got down on his knees and begged him. But that doesn't really hold a lot of water either. And, and what she says, which I think makes the, the most sense, that why was Jesus angry, indignant, and it seems best to conclude that Mark does not intend us to understand Jesus' anger as directed against the leper at all. But what is Jesus here to defeat? Evil forces, these, these dark forces, this brokenness in our culture. And that when he sees this man on his knees begging Jesus as his only hope, that he might be restored to health, but not only that, restored to his community. Who knows, this man might have daughters and sons, aunts, uncles, moms, and dads that he hasn't seen or been close to in years that he can't reach out and hug. That Jesus gets ticked at this disease that has separated this man from his loved ones. Just how wrong it is, how awful it is, and that he's indignant. And for this man... He's going to make it right. But I think that focus, that righteous anger of brokenness is what, is what propelled Jesus to the cross because he said, enough of this, this broken world, it's going to be made right. This is what I'm here for. And we see a picture of this in Mark chapter 1. Someone once said, hurt people hurt people. Sometimes we can get really mad at people that are hurting people. But maybe we should take a step back and get really angry at the hurt that, that, that has been caused to someone that then makes them go out and hurt other people. This brokenness, this, uh, this separation from God that results in all of these traps and addictions and terrible things. May we have some anger towards that. May we be like Jesus and we go and do what we can. Uh, to set the world right and bring some peace and some health and some wholeness. Mark chapter 1, verse 35 to 45 tomorrow. Exciting news, Mark chapter 2. All right, friends, 
Have a great day. Here's our benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Artwork is by Emily Lemon. Sound production for First Word is by Chris Stoltzman. And original music by Lonnie Leo.